Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. This is actually a special bonus episode that you are listening to. I'm so excited. We are recording with our very first featured coach here at the Girl Power Alliance with the beautiful, if you're watching this, you get to see her beautiful face, beautiful Brandy Barclay. I'm going to read her bio and then we're just going to get into it because I think we have, well, we could do like a seven hour podcast, but we're going to try and keep it short for you. <laughs> this could I know, be like I'm just excited marathon. to talk to somebody. <laughs> this could literally be the marathon podcast. Okay. Um, After two decades as an esthetician, a licensed esthetician, listening to the needs and challenges of women, raising two confident and beautiful, by the way, daughters, cultivating a happy 20-year marriage, Brandy realized her true gift as an inner strength coach. In this culture push of outside beauty and expensive masterminds, Brandy is passionate to help women build a beautiful life from the inside out. I got chills when I said that. Brandy has overcome divorce, depression, anxiety, health, and hormone struggles to become a successful certified life coach and knows it's her own victories, experiences, and the Holy Spirit spirit wisdom that make all the difference. Yes and amen. She'll help you to see yourself as God sees you and how that translates into joy, peace, power in all areas of your life. She calls this the power soul effect. I love it. That's just such a power phrase. Welcome. I'm so excited. So, okay, let me just tell you really quick about in my own mind, I already knew that she Mm -hmm. was going to be um, one of the Girl Power Alliance featured coaches. So first of all, thank you for getting on the podcast. Thank you for what you're doing and tell people a little bit more about you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, okay. So that was my little nutshell, but you know, I'm very eclectic. Let's just say. Um, you know, I think that that's one of the things that struggle, that's a struggle for, uh, women entrepreneurs is, you know, you've got these online social boxes you're supposed to fit in. And I think we're all very multifaceted human beings. And so usually once I, you know, something, I do something, I'm, I'm bored and I'm like, okay, I'm on to the next thing. So one of my biggest I'd say attribute as a coach is I believe Christian women should be fun and exciting and that this shouldn't be, uh, I call it the smirch, the church smirch, boring, judgy, and not fun. So, you know, that's the mold that I intend to break, that this is an adventure and it should be the most amazing, joyous, fun thing. And that's kind of... Um, Part of my personality or brand, I would say, is I'm a little more flamboyant than your usual Bible study. (laughs) I love that about you. And I will tell you, um, I am too. A matter of fact, just recently, I have been very, very involved and gotten even more involved in my, the church that I've gone to for 15 years, um, very, very involved, especially recently in the women's ministry. And I was just recently told, literally in the last couple of weeks, that I don't dress correctly 
and that I'm too youthful. I just turned 47. And so um, I actually removed myself from that environment because I agree with you. Um, Good for you. I am who I am. I am unapologetic about who I am. I'm, you know, and I'm not going to let anybody, not even this place that I have been a part of for 15 years, tell me who I'm supposed to be. So I really champion that. I love that you're beautiful and we're about the same age. I'll be 47 in September. Oh, so you know what? I feel that. And I, that I'm so that I really believe in, in all my spirit that God is, is telling Christian women that are like us, that it's, it's our time. It's our time. It's our time to rise. It's our time. You know, this, We've been told for years in the church that humility is weak and subservient. Um, no. no, like, no. no, I think that this, we are warriors and it is time for the women warriors to stand firm in this world. So Amen. good for you. Well, it was, it, it's an interesting thing because it created quite a stir. There was quite a stir around what happened. And I, w- I, didn't, I didn't go public. I didn't try to like you know, smash the church. I, di- I didn't do it. I just quietly stepped away and um, kind of word got out or whatever. But I, I the, here's the thing, like it does, it's not supposed to look a certain way. And mm-hmm. I feel like specifically in the church, specifically in the church. And you and I talked about this. I even sometimes felt uncomfortable when people labeled me, somebody sent me a text yesterday and asked me a question. You're super religious. I was like, I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in religion. I believe I am a crazy, like obsessive follower of Jesus. And so that's really where the, the birthing of the terminology Christian, cause you're a follower of Christ, but the, but the Christian kind of culture, at least the one that has been, um, is one that I'm trying to like you break the mold. Mm-hmm. I want to give everybody permission to be a part of this culture, mm-hmm. regardless of how they look, what their background, that is what Jesus did, right? Up 1000%. I mean, his biggest adversaries on this planet were the ultra religious, Pharisee minded, yes, rule, 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 um, fit in our box or you don't fit in. And that is so anti our Lord. So I, I stand against that in all ways. And it's actually been kind of hard to find. You and I've talked about this. Yes, very. Onto groups where it's, you know, it's still clicky. It's clicky, clicky. It is. And that is not our God. Nope. Yeah. It, so, it, it is very, it is a difficult thing. And, you know, I mean, okay, so we are such kindred spirits. So Brandy's esthetician for a number, how many years were you an esthetician? Well, I still am. I contract a few times a month just to keep my goods going because I yep. still enjoy it. But 20 years. Okay. So I was in the beauty standing behind the chair for almost 15. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we, I mean, I'm unapologetic. I like glam and I, you know, work to preserve. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. I love it. Yes. Cause you know what? I, I have a statement that if you look good, you feel good. You are, you're more ready to do good because when you don't look good and you don't feel good, you're not down to help really other people you know, so, well, I mean, here's the thing. I believe it's, I believe it's biblical. I mean, not to necessarily wear makeup, but I believe it's biblical because we're, we are the temple. Now this is the temple. We don't have to go to a temple to meet God. The Holy spirit lives in us. And in the old Testament, there were very specific 
and detailed rules about how to take care of the temple. And so why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I do everything I could to steward this temple that this is the only body I'll ever have. And so I'm unapologetic about it. I care about my health. I, you know, and there's a whole another aspect for me personally, as a wife that I want to continue to look good for my husband. I do. Oh my gosh. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Because you know, again, you and I both been married a little about the same time. Which I crazy. know, seriously. And you know what? You have to keep this shiz up. I mean, like for real. Like, I mean, we have to. Um, I think that's part of respecting our partner and loving them well, and you know, not letting yourself go. I mean, it goes both ways because first of all, I want my husband to continue to feel the physical attraction for me, number one, but number two, I know women. And when women feel frumpy, they're not even remotely interested in intimacy in that way. And so it goes both ways. It's for him and it's for me. Um, I mean, I know we're kind of getting off the subject, but I just want (laughs) to like, I told you we could do a seven hour podcast. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, <laughs> for sure we could. But so when when it was presented to me that I dress wrong um and that I was too youthful. First of all, that was an actual compliment. I was like, "Well, thank you." Cuz <laughs> I mean, I'm 47. Actually, I was told that on my 47th birthday. Wow. So I was like, "Oh, well, thank I I'll actually take that as a compliment." Yep. And um the dressing thing, I dress how I feel. And I was involved with many, many Bible studies over the years where I was made to feel like I didn't fit because the women were wearing these. Listen, if that is what you feel good in high neck things that are, that cover your, all of your skin, this is not judgment. I want you to do and be and feel good about who you are. It's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And I kind of circling back around to what I was talking about, Brandy and I being in the beauty industry, like I used to wear glitter every day to work and heels. <laughs> and like, I looked like I was going somewhere really important to stand behind the chair because that was my profession, right? I got to like kind of play this, this dress up thing. So it's actually who I am. It's legitimately who I am to be that way. It's not fake. That was the profession I was in. That was part of it, right? Yes. I agree. And I would, I actually used to get excited because every single day I would show up to work looking different. Right. Um, because to me, it's a form of art. Um, yes. it's a form of expression Yes. and we should feel, first of all, God wired us that way. That's part of our gifting. And I also think it's part of what attracts people to us. So why smother that in anyone else's idea of what that should look like? I think that that was what grew my business was I mean, I had, it was funny because I'd wear scrubs one day when I had busy days with regulars and they'd go, oh, darn it. You're not dressed up today. I want to see what you were doing. And I, and I think that's fun. I think it's fun. I'd like life should be fun. And I think we shouldn't be, this is a huge problem in religion or church situation that that is squashed because that's not going to work now. That's just, there's too much that we see every day, too many exciting things, too many beautiful things. Um, we need to bring that as women of God. If we, that's our gifting, we need to bring that because that's, that draws people. It just does. I agree with you. And I want to talk about what you do and how you came up with the name because I just, the, I don't even want to say it cause I want you to say it so I can feel the power of when you say it. Cause when I said it, I got chills, but, um, I, I think my belief, my, my wholehearted belief 
is that, you know, there's a lot of talk in the um, new agey world about superpowers, manifesting and all this stuff. I truly, truly believe that our actual superpower is when we walk whole, like a hundred percent wholeheartedly, authentically in the person that God created us to be, that is the superpower that, mm-hmm. that you are given um, literally supernatural giftings when you were born. We all have them. And when we discover and actually like double down on them and walk in them, that's the superpower. Mm-hmm. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So whatever that looks like for you is it's supposed to look different for everybody. So mm-hmm. you are totally doing that and you're empowering other people to do that in massive ways. Tell everybody what it is that, I mean, you're a featured coach. That means we're putting the GPA stamp on you that she's the coach. Like she's the one. So let's talk about that. Okay. Well, let's, okay. Let me think about this. When you say doubling down on your gifting. So one of the massive revelations I had here, I've been a saved, you know, I accepted Christ very young, nine years old. Um, My growing up, you know, created this. I had a desire for God very young. Um, I, and as I grew, you know, we all grow, right? This is a relationship, things up and down, up and down. But what happened to me several years ago, about three years ago, I was, I'm trying to decide which way to take this. Okay. In my job, you know, I was with women all day long and you're listening to soul speak. Like, you know, yeah. people are in your chair and that is where they let it all hang out. You don't know your, their family, you don't know their friends, and they're telling you everything about why they're there, why they're insecure. And you're deep, you go deep very yes. quickly and you have, you're touching people. And, and so in essence, you know, I started to life coach without knowing I was doing it. It was yep. because of my own experience with God and what, what the victories that I had had that I couldn't keep the lid on it. And so when I started to share, you know, next thing you know, I'd have clients coming to me going, um, they'd come in and, and they'd have an hour with me and I'd go, well, we don't really need to do anything. We just saw, I just saw you a few weeks ago and they're like, okay, well, let's talk. Uh, we have an hour and I'm going, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, can we, can I, can you talk to my daughter tonight? Can we have a, a happy hour? W- would you get on the phone with me later? And so it started to just happen. Then I went to an event and I'm just going to rabbit trail here. I went to a women entrepreneur event and it was supposed to be a networker. And I got this VIP ticket and was going to take some of the women from work. And it was kind of months out and I forgot about it. So the week before I have this VIP ticket and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I got to get on this. No one could go. It was on a Sunday morning and I wake up that morning with no voice. I mean, I could barely whisper. I've never had this happen in my entire life. So I have no friends going with me, no voice, and I'm going to a networking event with a $300 ticket that I don't want to waste. So I, ha- I just sensed in my spirit, there's something there. There's something there. I get all ready and I'm walking out this, the, the door and I knew, I was like, all right, God, this is you and me. And I know I'm a chatty. I'm a chatty, Kathy. And he needed me to be quiet. He needed me to listen that day. And I went to this event and I'm watching all these boss babes, right? Tell their story, all their entrepreneur stuff and how they're killing it. And you've got a room of 300 women. And I'm sitting there in total silence because I can't talk to anybody. At break, I go to the restroom. And this is TMI. I think I might've told you this. I don't know. TMI. 
God has a thing with me in restrooms. I don't know, but I'm <laughs> in the restroom and I get this total download. And the Lord says this, how does it feel to not have your voice? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like it. He said, I want you to get ready to use it because there's these women sitting on the edge of their seat. They're waiting for power for their soul mm. and they're leaving me out. And I just, it was in that moment I committed and God had reminded me of 15 years prior when he had told me I was going to speak. So I come home and I sit on the bed with my husband and bless his heart. He believes all my crazy, I say. And I said, it was so profound. It was a complete shift. And I started to go into work with this idea that my, my, I had a new call. And one day I, I'm walking up the stairs and I would invite the Holy Spirit, have your way with me. Just have your way with me. I invite you to my day. You take it. And one day I'm in my treatment room and I get called out to meet with a woman who has breast cancer and she's having some issues with her skin. And um, I was um, warned. She had just been told that she had to have a double mastectomy. So. I walk into this little room with her and her sister and they are both, you know, you can tell they're just barely hanging on. I mean, I thought, I can't believe they want to even talk about skincare. So I go in there and I'm trying to keep it together and go through the motions and I hear her phone ring and it's a Christian ringtone. To me, that was like this divine interruption and an in. So I push the skincare aside and I say, can I just tell you something? And they both looked at me and I said, I heard your ringtone. I said, we believe in the same God. He was with you when you came in and he will be with you when you leave. And I have been with women through this entire thing and you're going to be just fine. And they start crying and we start hugging and it was very emotional. So I'm hugging her. This is where it gets amazing. I'm hugging her and I go to release her and I can't. So I'm holding her, I'm holding her, I'm holding her, and I'm holding her. And I start to kind of kid about it. Like, okay, I can't let you go yet. I can't let you go yet. And she's kind of crying and laughing at the same time. But in all honesty, I legit could not let go. My arms were not moving. I was trying because it was starting to get kind of uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, uh, you just met me crazy lady, you know? So long story short, I finally release her. They leave. She's walking down the stairs and her phone rings again and it's her husband. And he says, why haven't you been answering my phone calls? She said, I was, I was in consultations. Um, I'm sorry. And he, he, he was upset. And he said, I was so mad at myself for not being with you today that I just prayed for God to hug you for me. (sighs) So the next day she calls me in tears and I'm in tears And, you know, they're bringing me gifts and thinking I'm an angel and all this. And really, it was just that I submitted myself to be used. Yes. And I submitted myself to the power of God and that there's times in life, there's no strategy, there's no business strategy, there's no mastermind, there's no group that's going to help you like faith. And this Mm -hmm. woman and her sister and her husband needed renewed faith. And in that moment, I thought, this is my call. I want, I get tears. I want to renew people's faith. Even she was a believer. We're yeah. believers need renewed faith. 
Yes. We need to walk in the power of, the, of God and we need to know how to tap in and press in every single day to the power available to us. And I found that in my weakest state, when I allow my, my whatever little strength I think I have to roll out of my toes and fill up with the power and presence of the Holy Spirit and completely submit as much as I can is when I walk in so much victory and power. And I'm seeing so many women that believe in God, but that are not walking in what they were called to do, called to be, you know, strong, powerful women yes. as mothers and wives and leaders. And this world needs that. Yes. <laughs> and yes that is all my mission is to renew faith in God and self, because we should not be sitting in the same shiz as the rest of the world. And I just refuse to let the women around me or even people, I mean, I'm coaching young men, college age, young men who are watching my stuff, who are calling me having anxiety at night and they don't know how to call. And I'm thinking, oh, praise the Lord. Like, this is so good. And I, I, it, it fills me up. It's my passion. It's like my soul call. And so when God said, you know, women, people are looking for power for their soul. That's when the name power soul came to life. And wow. that's, my book coming out and that's the coaching and that's it. I'm so excited about everything that you're saying. First of all, I want to just, I want to go back because when I, I used to say when I stood behind the chair that it was like, they got the wonder woman truth rope wrapped around them. <laughs> it was like, they didn't even know, but they were just telling they're bare in their soul. And so you I mean, it's an interesting profession because you really get invested in people's lives in a really like um, intimate, in a very intimate way. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you are, you're, and I don't, I don't know how people that aren't believers do it because sometimes you carry burdens for them. I would come home and I would just be so burdened with, mm -hmm. you know, you hear of cancers and illnesses and deaths and things, you know, divorces and, um, it's funny that we're both where we're at coming mm -hmm. from that place, because I felt like that was almost a training ground. Don't you? Oh, a thousand percent. Who would have seen it coming? I never thought I'd leave that, that career ever in a million years. Cause I truly loved it and I was making great money and I was a leader in my space. And for me to walk away, it was a big tug. It was really God saying you're done here. Like, we're moving on. And I agree. It was total training ground. And uh, I'm so grateful for it. All of it. Well, I'm grateful for you. And um, I, everything you say, I relate so much to. And I believe that one of the things that God laid on my heart, specifically for this year, as Girl Power Alliance was being birthed, was that first of all, there was going to be a massive shift in the church. Who knew, right? Who knew all this mm -hmm. stuff was happening? God knew. I didn't know. And the second thing he told me was that this is going to be a very important and powerful time for women, mm -hmm. specific time for women to rise up. And that the many of these movements that are happening are going to birth because of women. Mm -hmm. And so like you, I have been involved in a number of different things, like church groups where I told, like, didn't totally fit in because, you know, I'm wearing low cut tops and makeup and my hair is big and wild, short skirts. And then, you know, and I go to these networking groups, which you rascal, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the rebel, I'm the rebel. And, um, then I'm going to, you know, these, these business trainings or networking groups. And 
you know, there's, there's nuggets and good things, but it's missing the thing. It's missing the thing. It's missing the transformation and the strategy and the thing, which is Jesus. And so I didn't realize it at the time, but as he was really giving me kind of the download for Girl Power Alliance, it was this place of all of the above where you get to be all of who you are, whatever it is, like come as you are for like for real. I know churches say that, but they're like, come as you are as long as yeah, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And then, but in, in business for me, you know, as an entrepreneur and all the things that I have done, Christ has been at the center of all of it. I was telling Bobby yesterday, my husband, I was talking about um, this leadership course that I'm putting together. Uh, I was telling him that I have been teaching leadership for over 15 years. And my faith has been at the center of everything I have ever taught, Mm -hmm. but it was never spoken. Mm. And so what I, what I'm doing now, I never have never felt so aligned with my purpose ever before, because I'm literally taking this thing that is the biggest part of me, my love for Jesus, my faith, my belief in who he is and his word and his transformational power for each individual life and the world Mm -hmm. um, is at the center of everything I've ever done. But we are taught in business, in the business world that you keep it out. It will harm your business. It will turn people away from you. It'll do all these weird things. And God has, he really just told me, no, like, no, that's, you are, it doesn't matter if, if nobody else gets it, which there are tons of people that get it. Like you get it. You and I talked and we were both like, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, when you just said, you know, keeping it out of your business, um, going to these groups where you're not supposed to talk about it, the freedom that I felt when you and I spoke and I thought this this is freedom in Christ to, and why, why is it, this is, this is kind of where I am. I'm getting a little ornery lately, to be honest. <laughs> it's our Damn, age. I'm getting ornery. Um, why is it that everyone else can talk about whatever they want? Exactly. You know what? Why is it that I have to listen and tolerate everyone else's idea? And to be honest, I'm okay with that. But you know what? I also have a voice. And God gave it to me and I'm sick of squashing it down because it might ruffle feathers or it might turn someone off. Okay. It also might change and transform someone's life. Yes. And I'm not, I'm willing to take that chance every day now. I'm not yeah. going to, and I think I was back then I was in a treatment room one-on-one and I'd build these relationships and then I'd go, okay, we need to get down to business like for real. But Um, I think that's also what makes me different as a coach is I don't let you get away with that. Like, you know, I don't mean be obnoxious, but I mean, go, go for it. Be bold. Everyone else is bold. I mean, we're watching the world get like, I mean, just completely trampled with people's ideas of what bold should be. We need more people that are bold for Christ in all ways. And this, I'm so excited about this group and I'm so excited about you and your mission because this is so needed. And when we were talking, I was like, oh, I'm so glad she's doing it because that's a lot of work and I don't want to do it, but I want to be a part of it. (laughs) Um, Yes, it has been a lot of work. I have a great group of people around me more work than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I will tell you, I have been, God has transformed me and and really here's what I actually believe. 
I believe that he, we are born with all these different purposes. I believe that most people, sadly, they don't realize their purpose, their first purpose. So because of that, they can never walk out the additional ones. Have you read Mm. the book, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson? No. Oh, I need to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Um, it, it's one of my favorites. I usually read it once a year. Bruce Wilkinson wrote the prayer of Jabez. And so he yes, I, I did read that. Yes. Okay. Years ago. So he wrote this book called the dream giver. It's one of my favorites. And I know I'm not going to give any of this stuff away, but I believe that, um, there, the enemy does everything in his power to a lot of things, silence people with within women specifically create competition and cattiness and all this thing that we don't get along. I rebuke that. I, I rebuke that women don't get along. I rebuke mm-hmm. that women are against each other because mm-hmm. I, I believe that the enemy knows if these ladies ever get a hold of how powerful mm-hmm. they are standing for the word of God, the world will be changed. I, I believe that little chills. Feels- total chills when I even say it, that's like not even from me. Mm -hmm. And so when, before I knew it was supposed to be girl power alliance, I believed it was supposed to be something within my church. And I kept hearing the word God, like for months, it was like annoying to me. He kept saying community, community, women, community, like everybody come as you are like totally inclusive community, community. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, he was, you know, obviously he was preparing me for, for the birth of this thing. Mm -hmm. But I got this vision the other night. It was just, it was a flash. It was like a nanosecond. And, um, it was about the name girl power Alliance. And he showed me that girl power Alliance, that an army of women is going to rise up Mm -hmm. an army. And when, when I think of an army, it's we're battling and, and we are battling. We're not battling each other. Oh, thousand percent. We as women are not battling each other. We are the army for each other, number one, but we're the army for the world. And we are battling the lies of the enemy. There are more women in the marketplace than there are in church and in ministry. There's way more, but they have voices too. Before, long before you were doing the soul work officially, you were doing the soul work. How many other women are out there doing that, Brandy? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know what? You just stirred something in me when you were saying that we are fighting. This is a war. And that is why we do have to join arms with other believers and women that can stand with us, pray with us and fight with us. Because I mean, since part of something in my book is, you know, the enemy starts to poke holes in who are, are in our identity from the time we're children by people we love, by circumstance, whatever it is, poke holes in who you are, start taking your power away. And this is not an easy gig, this whole thing. We no. need each other. And um, I, it's so interesting that you said warfare because I feel the same thing. In fact, I did a photo shoot where it looks like a little bit army and battle. Cool. Because this is, we are in a battle. And we need tools and people and fire to fight. I mean, you know, I always, I was just writing the other day, you know, we need strength because without strength, I mean, people don't even want to, I have had days in my life where I didn't want to get out of bed, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. alone affect the world. Mm-hmm. So we really need to be able to strengthen each other. And God gave me a, a, a vision years ago. I was going to a new job and I was intimidated and having a moment like, is this what you want for me, God? Like really questioning. 
And I was super anxious. I was the oldest one there. It was super uncomfortable. It was right after I'd been home with my kids for a season. And I just felt like anxious driving there and just conversation with God. He said, who am I? And I said, you're the king. And he said, if I'm the king and you're my daughter, what does that make you? Mm. And I said, I mean, I'm, you have to understand something about me. If my hair's too blonde, I won't wear pink because I'm not a Barbie kind of girl. Like I'm a little and I'm pink. <laughs> You're blonde and pink and Barbie. And, oh, and, you know, to me, that was always kind of like, I had an issue when I was younger feeling dumb. So if I, I never wanted to represent myself where I felt like I looked like a ditz. So yeah. I'm going, okay, God, I'm driving and I'm saying a princess. Yes. And so he gave me this vision and this idea. Princess Kate knows exactly who she is when she walks and does and all of that and all her work. She knows exactly who she is. She has a worldly title and she walks in the authority of her title. And that if we knew who we were as women and children and daughters of the most high, and we walked in the authority given to us in the spirit, we would walk different, talk different, look different. People would respond to us different. We would respond different. And we would never have to be intimidated ever by anything. And so he said, I want you to walk into work in that. So I'm like, okay, I'm down. I walk into work. I turn around and one of my managers looks at me and goes, good morning, princess. And I like, (laughs) because you you start to think, am I just talking to myself? Yes. (laughs) And you know, that was God affirming that that was him and that was our conversation. We have authority as children to rise up in this warfare against the enemy who's after us, after our identity, after our purpose. And I am like, when you start to focus your arrows on the one who's trying to bring you down, not other women, not your spouse, not your kids, not your environment, but we have one enemy. And if all of our arrows are pointed at him, we don't have room to point them at each other. That's right. So that's. Mm. Not not only do we not have room, it's, it's even more than us not having room to point it at everybody else. It's like, if you could envision in some of these movies where they're attacking a monster, everybody has to take collectively. Okay. I just got a vision. Did you see the original Ghostbusters? Okay. When they were (laughs) the big, the big blob and all three or four of them, they took their little rays and they all had to focus their rays at the enemy. All of them. It took all of them together Mm. to focus their weapon at the enemy. It's the same in the body of Christ. We, he, and he wants us all aiming at each other and we all have to focus our weapons at the enemy. That's how Mm -hmm. the enemy gets defeated. We all, and so that's our mission. That's our job is to amplify the voices, point the the arrows in the right direction, point the weapons in the right direction. I told you You that, that, that right there, what you just said would solve all the world's problems right now. Right? Who do we need to talk to? <laughs> we just solved all the world's problems. Can we get a stage, please? We need a bigger <laughs> mic. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you guys are starting to see why Brandy is the perfect fit to be the very first ever Girl Power Alliance featured coach. Tell everybody like what it, it what it means when you coach them, how they find you and all that good stuff. Although they'll be able to connect with you directly in, within GPA. But if you're listening to the podcast, you're not part of GPA. How do people find you? Oh, well, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram, just Brandy Barclay. I'm also brandybarclay.com. My website's being all revamped because it's Yay. a little out, outdated. But um, 
Very simple. Um, it's we start. I will start with um, a consultation call. Kind of, am I the right fit for you? Um, before anything happens. And then from there, I customize everything. I don't have a one size fits all coaching. Love it. I let the spirit lead me. I don't, I don't have like fill this out and we're going to talk about this. I, when I'm listening to you, in fact, the gifting I have is creating a space for the Holy Spirit and you to have this communion time. It's like I'm a third party who just, uh, is like hearing the word and or, or being sensitive to the spirit. And while you're giving me what's going on with you, I allow the spirit to move. And to me, the most powerful things happen that I don't expect. And within a matter of a few sessions, I'm seeing people have tremendous breakthrough. So I'm not all about wasting time or money. That's never been my thing. I'm not a fan. So I get right into it. Like, let's get God involved and have breakthrough for victory in what you're struggling with. And uh, that's as simple as it can be. (laughs) I I think it's so important. And there's like everybody and their brother is a coach now. And it, it really disheartens me because people so desperately need biblical coaching and there's believers out there all over the place who they want to move forward. They want to have a breakthrough and they're hiring these coaches and these coaches do not share this foundational belief, which is one of the things that I knew that, that, that God really, really impressed on me was to really highlight biblical coaches in a, in a variety of areas, like, cause there's coaches in every area, mm-hmm. but to, to really like express to believers, the importance of aligning yourself with a coach who follows Christ first. And so I'm so excited about you just, Thank first of all, I'm excited to be friends with you and I know you're coming to California soon. So we have I to, am. you have to tell me your dates so that for we sure. can hang out. For um, sure. but I'm so excited for the women of Girl Power Alliance to be exposed to you and your influence and your crazy passion heart. And um, I just, you're a blessing. You are. Thank you. I'm so thrilled. I can barely stand it. This is a great thing for me too. I, this is honestly, um, I, I'm so glad Michelle that you did this because it is so needed. So Mm. I'm great, so thankful for you that you are obedient woman of God who's going to change the world. So I'm thrilled to be here with you. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you. I just like I loved you within 30 seconds of meeting you, and I can't wait to. And we haven't even met in person, person. I can't even I imagine know. that. And I do <laughs> want to confirm this for those of you that are listening. I knew it immediately. My spirit totally confirmed your your. If you connect with Brandy as a coach, she absolutely has the gifting of uh, like as a seer and a hearer, and she absolutely has the gifting of, you know, supernatural discernment, prophetic word. And so what a, like, who doesn't want a coach that actually can like get downloads direct from the spirit? Like, that's oh. what I want. Like, what does the spirit say? Please yes. tell me. Because yes, that's, that's where it is. That's where it is. I try my hardest to keep my own yes. opinion out. My opinion doesn't matter. I mean, my opinion doesn't matter. I might, you know, kick you in the butt a little bit, but that's what coaches do. I mean, have yes. think about a physical trainer in the gym. You know, they don't let you just get by. Like nope. this is a little not a good one. Not a good one. You this is a little bit creating momentum in your spirit and giving you tools, applicable tools for you to be able to hear from God and fill up with the spirit and get over anxiety, get over depression 
have breakthrough in your marriage, you know, be a better parent or whatever's going on. God is the mastermind of all masterminds. And I'm not sitting here thinking that I'm the one that's going to do anything, but facilitate the master to come in and move mountains. That is what I'm about. Amen. Same, same with me. I I just want to be a good steward of this vision so that God can do what he wants to do and his plan can move forward. Not mine. My plans never work. His plans always (laughs) work. I love that. (laughs) Well, thank you. All of her information. If you're listening to this podcast, it'll all be in the show notes. So we'll have all her social media links, her website and all that good stuff. So you can connect with her. Same. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, then just look below the video and all her details will be there. Of course, if you are listening and you are a member of, of Girl Power Alliance, then you already have access to her. She'll be going live in our private group to, to drop bombs and nuggets and share with you and just like saturate you with her, with her gifting. And I'm just Thank you, Michelle. Grateful. Thank you. All. Thanks ladies. Love you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good day. That woman is absolutely just fire. Love her so much. She brought so much energy to that podcast. What an honor it is to have her be a a bigger member of the Girl Power Alliance community as a featured coach. And by the way, if you are a coach and you're interested in being featured as one of the premier coaches at Girl Power Alliance, then head over to girlpoweralliance.com, click on the collaborate page and let us know. We will appoint 12 a year to get our stamp and just be edified and featured in a number of ways in the Girl Power Alliance community. Are you a part of it yet? I still don't know why you're waiting. (laughs) Your breakthrough, your growth, your empowerment is waiting for you. Just on the other side of that, yes, head over there and become a member now and join this movement with these amazing women. And, you know, realize the impact that God has planned for you when you were born on this earth. Thank you so much again to Brandy for an amazing podcast. And thank you for checking us out. Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow.